This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So, you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall, rock-climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So, whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Guys, what is up? And welcome back to the Nicole Jacqueline podcast with me, Nicole Jacqueline. This episode is going to be so informational, so helpful for all of you entrepreneurs, all of you small business owners. I freaking got you. You're an aspiring business owner. Then keep on listening because I am serving you with the real facts, the realness, real tips and tricks that I use to grow and still continue growing my businesses. Yeah, I started my small business, which I have a slime business. So I run a slime shop, but I also sell um, BMO slices, sprinkles, clay, charms, like just a bunch of like a resign stuff, Uh, homemade slime, clay, all of that. Now, the slime supplies that I sell can 100% be used in a million different ways because Fimo slices and polymer slices, just all of that, resign, all of these things can be used for acrylic nails or, you know, different craft projects, or you can have, you can use air dry clay to create different kinds of clay based creations. So when I say I have a slime shop, I have begun to phrase it like I have a slime and DIY supplies shop because I've kind of pivoted that in direction in the last few months. Um, I mean, I haven't really pivoted, but I've just added on to my shop, you could say, which I'm always trying to add on at different things um, just to kind of keep it exciting, keep it fresh. And yeah, so definitely have been doing that recently. I've been wanting to sell supplies for a long time, but didn't really know like how I just didn't. I think I was just scared of it because I didn't understand it, you know, but it's one of those things that once you investigate and start planning and have a spreadsheet and you can look at the numbers and all of that, you start to look at it and have this like fresh idea of what it is you're getting yourself into. And yeah, I really have dove into that recently. So I've kind of had to start doing this whole thing in the last few months where I've you know, kind of went back to like, kind of went back to square one and kind of went back to this square one base of, you know, choosing your niche, your business plan, your inventory, um, packaging, design, spreadsheets, like stuff that I've been doing, but I haven't had to 
start from scratch in a way. So that has been really fun and very exciting. But with that, I just decided why not do an episode talking about how I started my online store. So I'm planning on doing a full-fledged series on my YouTube channel all about small business advice, you know, how I became an entrepreneur and just talking about stuff like that, you know, business like how-tos and packaging practice, just stuff like that that I'm so into. I love this kind of stuff and it's funny because I never thought I would be so in love with it because it is so labor intensive, but I think it comes down to it's just so fulfilling because you literally are creating like I'm doing everything myself. You know, I'm I'm buying from suppliers or I'm making a handmade product myself and packaging it and then seeing the reaction. So it's very fulfilling. It's very, very labor intensive, but it's a different kind of fulfilling than YouTube would be for me. YouTube to me is a different kind of fulfillment. So it's been really cool to have different income streams, but also have different fulfillment and just different things that I'm doing because, you know, people are so multifaceted and I am also multifaceted, like everyone is. So it's, it's really fun to have this different thing that I do on top of YouTube. So very into that. So yes, you guys. So I began my online store using Etsy um, in 2017. So I began my online store March of 2017 on Etsy. And my original logo that I used was Slime by Jacqueline. Now, now, so I'll hop into it in a second, but I am starting a brand new business, actually, that is going to kind of live within my current website, but it's going to be a completely different, not slime, not crafts based website. So I'm kind of going back to this right now. And I'm going back to the beginning and looking at everything that I've done in the past and trying to do this the best I can because I've done it once. I've been around the block. I've done the thing before and I've learned so much and I've learned very fast because you have to learn fast when you are starting a new business. You literally just have to. You have to be on your toes. It's like, oh, I was listening to a podcast from the skinny confidential and she was like start fast pivot faster i believe it was which is so freaking true and you have to so rewind to march 2017 i began my slime business now truly i didn't know what i was doing i i mean no one really does that's the thing please remember that is no one knows what they are doing like they just don't even the ones that do, like now that I've been in the game for a while, I still have times and moments and very more, like very more than I probably should, um, where I'm like, what am I doing? Oh my gosh, like what am I doing? I'm just getting in my head. Everyone feels that way. So even if you are day one or day a thousand, like everyone feels that way. And if they don't show it, trust me, they feel it. I think it's just one of those things. So keep that in mind. Um, so I was trying to tell myself that because I didn't know what I was doing. And I was like, okay, but no one else they're doing. It's fine. And slime shops were very new. Like March 2017, 
there's probably like that was like back then when there's probably like <laughs> a few to none still and the ones that there were you know were very popular because that it was like a very small pool you know so a small pond higher success rate in a sense um if you can get in the game fast enough is what i like to think of it as so again that's the whole thing of launch fast pivot faster you know so i began my shop and everyone on youtube all of my youtube followers were asking for me to have a slime shop and i was like i don't know a thing about that I know how to create content. I am a content creator. I had been previous 2017 for for almost four years. So I had YouTube down. I got it. I loved it. I still love it. And it's so fun for me. I love YouTube. Um, but this is so different. This is like a whole different world. In a sense, it's kind of the same because you are giving someone a product but instead of a video it's like an actual product but this is different because it's like packaging design uh inventory all these different concepts and I honestly just started doing it so I remember my first thing I did was get on Etsy obviously um decided on a name for my shop now back then my shop name was slime by Jacqueline solely because at the time I just wanted it to be extremely separate from my brand in general. And these are things that I don't regret because I didn't know what I was, I didn't know what I was doing. I was figuring it out. I didn't want to be slimed by Nicole. I, at the time, at the time, slime was so like, so trendy that in all of my years on YouTube, I had seen these trends come in and out of nowhere like there has been so many trends that last a month and then they literally die so I was like didn't give it much thought I was like yeah I'm gonna name it slime by Jacqueline and that's great um so I did that and move forward had a logo created at the time this is so like so niche like the epitome of niche which I think it's so funny um there are well, there were. The person that made my Slime by Jacqueline logo is no longer making designs. I actually just can't find them anymore. I tried to find them forever ago and I can't find them anymore whatsoever, which is fine. But I wanted to like give credit, you know? Uh, so I had a design made, Slime by Jacqueline. And it's so funny to like look back at this because they're such a style and everyone had the same style. There was just like, similar fonts, similar positioning. Everyone's logo was like slime by or like slime by insert, whatever the name is, or they would have something slimes. Like you guys, so many different, it's so funny because everything was so similar. And at the time I even noticed that to the point where I was like, I need to make myself stand out, you know? So Look at your competition in a sense, and everyone's gonna be like, "Oh well, I'm not, co I'm not competing." Well, it's like you aren't, but how are you going to pitch yourself if you don't know what else is out there? You don't know how to make your stuff different than somebody else's, you know. So you have to, in a sense, look. You have to scope out the other sellers. Like any smart business person would do that. 
That's what I would do. That's what everyone does. So scope out what's already out there. And I'm not saying that my slime shop is or ever will be like the next level thing. But at this time, I started to like understand why my slime shop was getting such traction. And it's because people buy from my slime shop and they, it's just because, okay, I'm having a a self-doubt moment because I'm like, I have a hard time speaking highly of myself, but I'm just saying like, these are just things that I have drawn and noticed. People buy my slimes. They, they People come to my slime shop, Slime by Nicole Jacqueline, as of 2020, <laughs> there's a name change. We'll get to that because they can connect with me through my YouTube videos where I show them the process of how I create the slime that they're going to make. And there is such a different connection with that versus Instagram. And Instagram is slash was predominantly the only like the space where slime shops existed. Like they used the Instagram feed and stories to promote their shops. That was just how it was. And then there was like literally maybe five of us, maybe even less than that. I would say even close to like three of us, two or three of us out of like hundreds of shops, you know, that had YouTube channels. And I kind of came from YouTube and kind of entered this different community. And it was weird, you know, and I don't think I was received well. Um, which I learned to accept because I just come from a different background. You could say like I've been in the game a long time, but I have a I have a different thing going for me. Like my brand is my face on camera with slime. Slime content could even be me at a store buying slime, you know? So I had this whole different thing about me where I sell my products with my personality, with my brand. And I love it, you guys. I love it so much. I could never say it enough how much I love it. It's so fun. But you just have to look at your brand as a whole and what your goals are for it. And for me, I knew that I, if I was going to do the slime shop thing, I didn't want to become a faceless brand. I've been so opposed to that from day one. Because from what I have learned in those four years prior to Slime Shop, Slime, all of that was, it's like shooting yourself in the foot if you go off camera. And I'm not trying to be shady. I'm just trying to be real. This is the real life of what brands look at. I have so many brands all the time that email me and are like, wow, we love that you are on camera. We love that you have a personality. We don't want to work with someone that is like a faceless, just like thing, you know, that's promoting whatever. So I'm not shading it. I'm just saying, look at your plans for your business overall. Do you like being on camera? Are you maybe a more shy person? That's literally nothing wrong with it, but just understand what I'm saying. It's like not being on camera in the slightest could hurt your brand in general. Um, At the same time, think about your goals. For me, I'm a YouTube creator and I'm a a business owner. So as a YouTube creator, I've always been on camera. I love being on camera. So I'm just like used to it. Like I do my best job doing that. So 
I personally do sit on the side of being everyone should be on camera, even if it's like literally 10% of the time, you know, it's just like people need to know your face, then they can associate with you and they can grow with you. And there's just more opportunity for transparency and realness because you guys, I... If I'm going to buy from someone, not even slime, like I'm talking business in general, truly, if I have an authentic connection with someone and I have a genuine reaction with them because I connect to their content, I feel drawn to them because of who knows what it is, then I'm going to invest in their brand. And it does all stem back to this like, Humans wanting and craving those interpersonal, like, connections and relationships. And that, I'm getting kind of deep here, but it's just, like, that's the reality. That's the psychology behind business and, like, why people invest in a brand or why, you know, it's, like, that, that, like, personability, that closeness is so beautiful and I love to get real and raw with my viewers and my buyers because I I just feel like I can be safe with them and I can connect with them and in turn it's like I would want someone that I'm buying from to kind of have more to them than just serving up a product if you know what I mean okay so just to cap that there so that's what I'll say about your business plan, you know, get everything in line for the most part. But like I said, start fast, pivot faster, trial and error, test things out. If they don't work, then try something new. It's going to happen. It still happens for me. And I've been in the game for on YouTube for like literally eight years almost. And, and the slime shop thing I've been owning, I've been running a online store for three years now actually three and a half years and everything that I used to do doesn't work anymore and I'm sure the stuff that I'm doing now won't work in a few months and that's okay just be prepared to pivot faster change it up don't sit in a limbo if you know it's not working and it's hard because you know you can get a little anxious your mind you know for me Sometimes my, my anxiety will flare up and I'll just kind of be like, oh my gosh, like, what am I going to do? Like, why isn't this working anymore? And it's like, I've never been one to kind of sit on that fear. If anything, I like overact and I kind of overwork myself, which in, to each their own. <laughs> but <laughs> I cannot recommend that more to pivot faster. Literally switch it up. Do it. Like, what do you have to lose if you are already stagnant? So don't forget that. Um, Next point, you know, how to create your online store. You have to decide, do you want your business to be inventory based or drop shipping or a mixture of both? I have a mixture of both. I, as of a few months ago, since like spring, I've been drop shipping all of my merchandise outside of I have a few that I bought massive bulk in um, a year or two ago that I still ship out. But all of my other merchandise, like stickers, uh, t-shirts, socks, sweatshirts, sweatpants, all that stuff, I drop ship through um, like third-party websites. And 
I prefer that because merchandise is so hard, you guys. It's so hard. Even if you scale it, even if you ask your viewers, hey, you know, are you planning on buying this merchandise? You have all the hype, blah, 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 blah. You will probably only sell like a few. And my first ever merch launch, I think I sold like 30 t-shirts and I was freaking devastated. And I was led to believe, and this is not me being shady. I'm just trying to break this wall here. Um, I was led to believe that the best option was to buy inventory. And I spent, here it is, um, $8,000 on inventory. You're probably like, Bob, you're so dumb. Why would you do that? Well, I was just freshly 21. Fre this was three years ago when the slime trend was like my new thing. I didn't know. And all I can do now is grow from that experience. And I would never do that again. I would never, ever recommend anyone to do that. Um, do your research. Unless you are like freaking James Charles, you know, like <laughs> you got to like humble yourself a little bit. Um, yeah, that was really very <laughs> not a good, mis not a good choice. At the same time, the people in my life that were pushing me to this decision and guiding me to it were leading me to believe this was the best choice for me. And now reflecting back on it, I can fully see <clears throat> there were there were ulterior motives. There was different parties that were trying that were going to be, you know, appeased, different relationships that were in, in the mix of it all. So I'm not saying you know, don't buy bulk merch, but I'm just saying don't buy all of it. Just buy maybe like literally a few and it might cost you more upfront and you might make a little bit less, but you know, look at that. And it comes down to this also, I kind of do like having a little bit of merchandise on hand because for conventions, uh, people call them trade shows also, but like more so conventions. Um, I like to have t-shirts because people like to have them signed or they want me to, um, you know, they want to wear them at the convention. And that does go back to being personally connected to my brand because my brand is so personable. I show my merchandise all the time. Like it's, in, it's integrated into my whole experience on my channel and as my in my brand in general. So for me, it kind of makes sense to have a little bit of merch. I would never recommend buying that much again. Um, it was a very weird decision, but reflecting back, I can only grow from those choices. And if I had never done it that way, I would never have learned what I learned. I would never have had that experience myself. So don't harp on stuff like that and those big decisions and re like regretting them and whatever. Just keep moving forward. Just keep moving forward. I know it's so hard. I was so mean to myself forever about that decision to buy merchandise like I to this day occasionally it will have a little flare up and I'm like gosh if I didn't buy that merch like I could have probably had this and it's like you can do that for every instance in your life you can look at every choice you've made and be like if I didn't do that I would have had this 
yeah, you're right because you made a choice and you have to own it and it can suck sometimes. But in your business, you just have to keep moving forward because if you don't, you'll get caught up in the stuff that doesn't matter in the long run, in the big picture. So just keep moving forward. Don't obsess as we can do because we are human beings and we can't control sometimes. So keep that in mind. So drop shipping is amazing because you can create so many designs. If you guys go to my website, it's at my URL is you can type in shopnicolejacklin.com and I'll get into that in a second. But I, if you go to my merchandise section, all the merchandise I have in there with the exception of my Slimer, Slime Squad, and my Slime by Nicole Jacklin logo shirts, those are all dropship, which is beautiful. Just amazing. You probably, I only make maybe like $8 to like 10 on each product, but there's literally no loss on my end, you know, which is beautiful. Love that about dropshipping. It's so awesome. Um, and then I'm also an inventory-based business as well because I make homemade slime and I also wholesale purchase supplies. My sprinkles, clay, Fimo slices, um, glitter, uh, foam beads, all of that stuff. And then charms, like all that. And I resell it and I repackage it. And that is so fun. So fulfilling. Um, definitely start out small. If you're going to do a wholesale shipping and all of that. Um, I, my first thing I ever bought was clay because clay is so popular slash I literally use it all the time. So why would I go buy from a different shop who is doing this same wholesaling reselling situation when I need to use so much of it anyways like that for me for my business that made sense as an investment for me I was like no this is so worth it for me because I use clay all the time my some of my best sellers Twinkie bread Oreo crust uh sour patch bread these are all butter slimes. Essentially, they're clay-based slimes. So for me, it makes so much sense to invest in clay. So I believe I first ordered a hundred bricks. I was like, oh my gosh, a hundred bricks of clay when they're like one kilogram bags. They're like pretty large. Like probably I mean, I have pretty large hands, but it's like a pretty large bag here. So I ordered all those. I was so nervous. I was like, oh my gosh. And it was like, it was like $2,000 when you add shipping and all of that. But when you add it all up and if I were to charge and I charge um, like $20 a bag, you make, you definitely make up for it. So we'll say that. <laughs> um, also, now that I've thinking about it, it definitely wasn't 2000 my first purchase because if it was 2000 and I was charging 20 a bag I would not have even broken even it definitely didn't that the numbers are a little off I'm just doing this off memory right now but what I'm saying is I bought a small shipment at first to test the waters to just test it out and again that's bad this goes back to like this the whole thing of trial and error test it out see if you even have a pool of people that will buy that from you 
and it was people bought it and it was crazy and then i now i actually bought 300 bricks of that clay uh, and I spent like $6,000 on clay, but it was insane. Insane, you guys. Um, but now I resell it. I use it in my own shop and it's great. And I buy it right from the wholesaler and I save a freaking ton of money. Like, I think I did the numbers actually. And it costs exactly double to buy from someone within the US that redistributes it to sellers like myself. So that's always fun. <laughs> I think I'm rambling on about this so much right now, but this is so where I thrive. Like business stuff like this is so fun for me to talk about. It's just so interesting. And I don't discuss it enough, honestly, which is why I began this podcast. And I'm going to get back to talking about business stuff. I've been kind of like in a weird limbo, but we back, baby. Um, so yes, test the waters out. And then inventory, I create homemade slime. At this point, I have a pretty good idea of my, like, who's going to buy, how much I should make. Usually, for me, I'll make 50 to 100. I'll I'll make 50 units of a new slime, which is pretty, kind of a lot, actually. (laughs) And then my best sellers, for example, Twinkie Bread, 100%, I'll make 200 units of that, which is so funny because... I just think people aren't going to buy it because it's like they always buy that. So why would they keep buying it? But Twinkie Bread always sells out. It's always the first slime to sell out. I think I just sold that last night. I actually thought I had to make more and get it in stock again. Um, But I'll make that one. I always make 200 units at least. It's insane. I literally cannot get over it. Um, And I'll make the same for like Oreo crust or unicorn pop tart slush or sour patch or sour watermelon slush my best sellers, the things that I know are going to sell. And I've learned to know that because it always happens and you'll get better at trusting that they will sell as you start seeing numbers. I find a lot of comfort in numbers. I mean, who doesn't? Um, everyone wants to see those numbers. I love reading analytics. It's just so interesting to kind of have the reassurance on the back end. So that is that packaging. So how to package orders? What are you going to do? So when I began Slime by Jacqueline, my former username, I bought on Etsy. So I bought supplies. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. I used Etsy, but I bought just what I needed on Amazon, like just what I needed. And Amazon essentially is basically doing what I do for my slime supplies. They buy wholesale, sellers buy wholesale, and they redistribute it on Amazon. Um, like, they, And then it's like, they use that via Prime or to do whatever it is to get that to you faster and locally. So that's how that works. <laughs> fun fact. It's really fun, actually, to kind of look into the back of it. But it's also kind of like a side tangent. It's kind of like... Um, messes with your mind a little bit because I'll see that the same wholesalers on Alibaba, which is what I use. It's not similar to Alad, Alibaba. Yeah, it is. Um, I use that or AliExpress or a bunch of like random little ones that are great. Um, Just look up wholesalers. Um, You can even find some occasionally that are in the US, which is great because you'll save a lot of money on shipping because shipping is why it costs so much. Like your shipping will like be 
so much, but the product, like the price per unit is like literally cents. Like it is insane. But the shipping is where it gets you. Like, holy crap. It's actually insane. And it's very scary to like pull that trigger and press, you know, pay now when you're like, this is insane. But, you know, I digress. <laughs> it's, I try, I laugh because it's stressful. It can be scary. It really is. But there's no risk. If there's no risk, there's no reward, right? So, packaging. I used Amazon, used slash use for some stuff still, but I mainly will just use, you know, um, sites like Uline, Berlin Packaging, uh, different kinds of like packaging websites. And there's a ton. If you just search Google, like where to buy boxes, where to buy bubble wrap, where to buy tape. Um, Uline sells these awesome, massive tape rollers that come in a pack of 24 industrial tape sizes, and they're awesome. So I wouldn't go out buying all of that stuff first. Just get just some tape. Just get some mailers. Just get a few things. Maybe you don't, like, I would just say just buy just what you need, maybe a little bit less because you can always buy more. Amazon Prime, two-day shipping, which is amazing. And I love that. Just make sure that you let your buyers know if, if there'll be any delays or anything. I always leave, um, it, I mean, my current processing time is like a day because I'm up, I'm caught up on all my orders. I think I have two that came in last night, but my processing time is a day right now. But if I were to notice I don't have enough of something, I instantly, you know, up my processing time. That way, any buyers that buy post the processing time being upped are aware their order will not be processed um, for, let's say, four business days uh, and then shipped. So just keeping everyone in the loop here. So Yes, as far as the next point goes, a little iced coffee break because I've been talking for the last 32 minutes nonstop. Honestly, that's insane, actually. Like, wow. Um, so, next point here. Um, logo, brand design, all of that. So, again, everything in this podcast can be taken into the same, like, sub-point of just start and then pivot faster, change it up, just do that. Um, but have some idea of what you want your logo to look like, your brand colors, your brand fonts, um, your overall message. For me, I use graphics of myself to kind of promote internally. So I'll use different positioning of my logo um, within my website to kind of keep me, who's on camera, who is part of my own brand, like my face, Nicole Jacqueline, slime, all of that is my, my face is part of my brand. And I love that, you know, sounds very, you know, self, self obsessed, but I don't care. Call me what you want, but I just, yeah, that's my whole brand design in general. So have some sort of idea for your concepts, um, just so you know, and if your demographic is younger, you know, you probably want to have more fun fonts and more upbeat colors and different things that kind of 
make something look, you know, a little bit younger. And you know what I mean. There are certain fonts that just look more adult and different branding that looks more adult. And if you don't know what I mean, just Google, like, just the words kids toys on on Google, whatever, just to look at the fonts, look at the branding, look at the packaging, look at all of that. And if you are trying to have a younger demographic or your people that you're trying to sell to are younger or whatever it might be, just try to understand what kind of content they engage with and that will be a great starting point for you to kind of take what you know from the internet, what you know from science, but not science, what you know from just psychology even, and just those kind of things. And then take that into account with what your personal goals are, what your personal brand wants to be, and just look at everything all together. And that'll be a great point to begin from. Um, Again, just freaking start, just press open shop, just do it. It's freaking scary. I get it. But yeah. Okay. Um, Last point. Um, Keep spreadsheets of everything. This is something that I have only started to do religiously this year. I, uh, I did it a little last year as far as like what I would spend to sell uh, because I just started doing this wholesale buying stuff. I really needed, I needed to look at everything. So I'll actually open up right now. So I use Google Sheets to kind of document everything and it's very helpful. So I have a supplies breakdown sheet and my columns and I actually am really trying to do a business series on my channel because I want to create like free business planning downloads and like, oh my gosh, that would be a freaking dream. And I'm kind of thinking I want my content on YouTube to kind of start being that because it already is restock my slime shop with me. It already is packaging orders. It already kind of has that kind of stuff in it. And I love this kind of direction. So keep an eye out for that. So my columns that I have are um, name of product. Um, For example, this one is, let's do fruit slices. Okay. Fruit slices are the FEMO slices. They are FEMO or polymer um, like strips that are cut into little slices. So the price per bag um, that I have here. Yes. The price per bag that I bought them for was $13.65. And then I have quantity bought. So I bought six bags of them. And then I divided everything up into 50 grams, 100 grams, and 200 grams. Um, I even have a, I even have an option for everyone to buy the whole bag, which I think I measured it to be around um, 13.50 grams of slices. Um, I have an option for that as well. And I also offer custom, like custom orders or custom sizes, whatever. So I have those groups. So I have the price for 50 grams, 100 grams, and 200 grams. And then I have the listed price for the bulk that I paid. I have, and then I have, um, I just like lost all my columns. So here we go. And then I just have the end profit. So the net profit. So the net being after you take out all your expenses, which would be the cost to buy 
up front essentially which is all that shipping all that stuff combined and then i have once i sell each thing that's the net profit you guys get it it's very interesting and it's also very essential especially if i want to ever have a sale if i ever want to have a sale in my shop i need to look to make sure that i'm not completely uh you know cutting out all my profit because I have I can see right here I have everything laid out so I can see to make sure that I'm not eliminating a profit for myself because I spent a lot of money to invest on supplies and while sales are awesome don't there's no need to drop below breaking even I would never say do that does at least break even if something isn't selling just try to break even there are things you can do to boost your sales outside of just dropping your prices and I want to do an episode talking about that just different ways to boost your sales because that stuff really is it's fun and very interesting to me I am living for it so yes I will leave you guys off with that point right there and I am starting a new business as well my Instagram for that is shop Nicole Jacqueline. That is the Instagram. It's going to be a lifestyle business. I'll say it as that. I've not even said that publicly. Um, however, it's kind of, I have said other things like it's not slime. It's not DIY, which pretty much leaves it to only be lifestyle. So it'll be a lifestyle based business and I'm still sampling. I'm creating spreadsheets. I'm just testing things out and just ordering samples and I'm very hyped for that. I have a whole new spreadsheet, all the spreadsheets going up and just testing things out, trying my hand at it. I have a lot of amazing experience and starting a business because of my slime shop. I learned so much and I'm not stopping anything by any means. I just want to test out something new. It'll be very small scale. I'm only going to have like very low inventory just to see how things go because like I said worst case scenario I just buy more inventory and then I have bigger restocks and just keep building on it so yes that is the end of today's episode it's been 40 minutes and I have talked literally non-stop because this is my passion and holy cow I'm having a very like aha moment because I love this stuff so much. I think it's so fun. And I actually am posting this, this, this is Monday's episode. And then I'm posting Friday's episode is going to be essentials on for starting a small business. Everything from printers you need, different sticker sheets, how to print stickers and logos and designs and different insider hacks and tips that I have learned from just going through it. So I'll be sharing that. I'll be sharing that with my with links and all of that in Friday's episode. And to kind of pair this, if you are looking for more content about this kind of stuff, subscribe to my channel, Nicole Jacqueline, on YouTube because I am doing a series very soon. I am planning them today to kind of align with these podcast episodes. If you want to see more visual stuff, you want to see more of like a well put together video about this kind of stuff it's on my channel 
will, will be on my channel very soon. So look out for that. And if you are listening still, please give it a five-star review and leave the review down below. It would mean the world to me. And yes, I'm posting twice a week now, every Monday and Friday. I'm uploading this on a Tuesday, actually, but it is Monday's episode. And I will, be, I will also be posting on the Friday episode. So look out for that. And yes, you guys, I will see you guys very soon. Thank you for everything. I love you guys so much. I'll see you guys really soon. Bye.